me psychoanalyze you. You're stupid. If you used a rifle to shoot a pigeon, it'd probably explode. I need to have negative thoughts to keep me safe from the saber-toothed tiger that's gonna pop out and eat me as soon as I step out of my cave. Humans were pretty fucked up, but there's beauty in that imperfection. Hola, hola. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. Coming to you once again from Barcelona. Anywho, what's going on with me? I don't know. We're just waiting to hear back from the visa center about this freaking visa interview, which I hope to God is soon. You know, when it gets close to the time that we know we're going to hear from them, we both get a little anxious. But uh, surprisingly, I'm feeling relatively chill about it. Maybe that's a good sign. Maybe that means I have a good intuition and we're actually going to get the interview, not just more requests for paperwork. So anyway, wish us luck. And you know what's funny is we're waiting to hear back from the NVC. That stands for National Visa Center. That's the people who do the interview and process the green card. And coincidentally, NVC also stands for what we are going to talk about today. We are going to talk about nonviolent communication. This is something that Alex and I have learned from therapy. And it's not that we go to therapy because we have a lot of issues, but just that we wanted to learn how to communicate really well together. And it's been fantastic. This therapist is fucking incredible. She knows so much shit about how to communicate as a couple. You know, she like really knows what the fuck she's doing. And it's like, I don't know how couples survive without going to therapy and learning this. This should just be shit that you learn in school. Why don't they teach you the valuable stuff in school? Like, who the fuck has used geometry in their adult life? What I needed was how to communicate with people. Because this is not just useful for relationships like romantic ones, but also useful for any kind of relationship. So that is what we are going to talk about today. We are going to dive deep into the world of nonviolent communication and learn how to communicate with the people in our lives correctly. Because, you know, it's just so easy when you get angry, when you get pissed off to just say shit that you don't mean and to just communicate in a not very kind and loving way. And it really is of no service to anybody. In fact, it usually escalates an argument even further which is why NVC is something to learn about. The other, uh, the other name for this is also compassionate communication. And compassionate is like the key word here because it's, it's really about how to communicate to promote understanding, empathy, cooperation while avoiding aggression, blame, and judgment. That is so fucking valuable. If you want to be in any kind of relationship and talk to anybody ever, which most of us do, do we not? So there's a couple of steps that you need to take in order to learn how to use NVC correctly. The first step is observation. 
So one way that NVC is really valuable to use is when you are seeking what is called repair in a relationship. This is a concept that our therapist has also brought to us. When you get into an argument and you hurt each other, or when somebody says something accidentally or sometimes on purpose that has hurt the other person, then it's critical in order to move on from that situation to seek what is called repair. And that is how you heal something negative that has happened. So you use this process of of nonviolent communication to seek repair. But if you are super savvy at this, you can use this in the process of an argument so that it doesn't even escalate into a situation that then requires repair. But I don't know, I'd say most of us are not quite in a place where we can automatically do this. And this is why practice really does make perfect. Because if you can practice this, the sooner it's just going to become an automatic response. And then you avoid hurting each other completely. And what's better than that? So as I said, Number one step is observation. The person coming to the other person who is seeking repair begins by giving observations and descriptions of the situation without attaching judgment or evaluation. You need to non-judgmentally bring this to your partner. One way to really do this in a proper way is to change the way that you are wording whatever the observation is. So instead of saying, like, you are being an asshole when you criticized me for the color of my shirt, you frame this from your perspective in a non-judgmental and non-blamey way. And so the number one phrase you want to use is the story in my head is blank. So in this case, the story in my head is I felt criticized because of the color of my shirt. You see? So you're barely using the other person in your observation. And this just really avoids making assumptions or interpretations that are incorrect. Because no matter how you look at it, people have different points of views. And if you start blaming the other person, and that's not how they see it, it's just gonna make this fight fucking worse. Okay? The second part is to bring forward your feelings. Again, this has to be in a non-judgmental way. And this step is really to help connect with your emotions and recognize the role that feelings play in this scenario. Express your feelings about the situation. Now, you really need to get in touch with what you are feeling. And that can be difficult for some people. Reflect on your emotions. Do the best that you can to trace back this feeling. We call this triggered a lot because both of us having been in regular therapy have learned about how our past and the things that happened to us, the little traumas or big traumas in childhood and even in adulthood, create this idea of triggers, something that in the present triggers intense emotion. 
and it's usually related to this trauma. This is one way that going to therapy can really help you get in touch with your emotions because probably they're going to have you reflect a little bit on your childhood and your past traumas in your life, and it's going to help you be able to identify your emotions in the present better. So the first step is the story in my head is I feel criticized about my shirt. The second part is it makes me feel alone, rejected, or whatever. The next part is needs. So you need to get in touch with what you need to feel better about this situation. So if you're feeling alone and rejected and hurt and criticized, what is it you need to feel better? You need to feel loved. You need to feel accepted. You need to feel cared about. Whatever it is, the underlying desires or requirements that influence the feelings and actions. This is really going to help facilitate mutual understanding and hopefully empathy in your partner. And it's so critical. It's so critical. The next and final step is request. So what can I request from my partner to help facilitate this idea of repair? Not demands, not orders, instead specific, clear, positive requests. So I need you to give me regular words of affirmation and praise regarding the way that I look. And if you don't like the way that I am dressed, I need you to say it in a more loving and kind and compassionate way so that I don't feel rejected. That would be the request that you have. Now, a lot of times in relationships and in disputes, it's a two-sided fucking coin, meaning both of you get hurt. Both of you say things that are not so nice and you both need repair. So this kind of depends on how serious and how intense the argument is, whether or not you can both approach repair in the same breath, so to speak, uh, not at the same time, but one after the other consecutively. It is really important when seeking repair that you ask your partner if it's okay. You come to your partner and say, hey, I'm seeking repair on this matter that we fought about yesterday. Are you into it? Because sometimes you have to be in a loving and cooperative space to really be able to listen to somebody. And it's actually harder to be the person who is getting repair requested from you than it is to be the requester of repair because you have to really come from an empathetic and understanding place. And that cannot always be easy, especially if you are feeling hurt yourself. So if your partner comes to you and says, I'm seeking repair and you say, hey, look, I need repair on this situation too. Is now a good time or should we wait for a later date? And they say, oh, I don't know. Let me seek repair first. And whoever comes first ultimately gets to go first. That's how it works. Once you're decided to seek repair, you go through this process of nonviolent communication. And if it's fine, then the other partner does too. And that is how you can repair from fights, 
from disagreement, from dispute, how you can problem solve in your relationship, because it's not easy. Sometimes we just don't fucking know how to get what we need from the other person. And we try to get what we need through violence, so to speak, or aggression or misbehavior. But that's not the way to do it. Ultimately, the way to do it is a gentle and kind and compassionate way. And the way to be a mature person when somebody is seeking repair from you is to have empathy and to listen and to try to put yourself in their shoes. You know, it can be difficult, especially if you don't completely understand where someone is coming from. If you also feel hurt or whatever other reasons, it can be difficult to really empathize. But it is very, very necessary to be able to see it from their point of view. And I think it can help to remember that they are a different person from you. Just because you might not have been hurt if somebody had said the same thing you said to them, to you, doesn't mean that they aren't hurt. They are a different individual, different things that happen in their lives that are triggers for them. You know, the more you know somebody, I really believe the easier it can be to empathize with them because the more you understand where they are coming from, the more you know about who they are and the things that happen to them in their life. And hopefully both of you are seeking self-improvement, that you're working on yourselves, because it is really critical to understand yourself to be able to go through this process of NVC. If you don't understand your triggers and your emotions, how can you express how you really feel to somebody? How can you really go through this process of repair if you don't even know what you need, if you don't even know what you're feeling? You see? Anywho, alrighty, that's all I have to say for today on this subject. I hope you got a little bit of value out of it. Certainly, it has helped me a lot. It's helped not just in romantic relationships, but it's very valuable in all relationships of any variety that has conflict in it. And what relationship doesn't have fucking conflict? Am I right? If you don't have conflict, I don't know. I mean, hopefully it's not so much conflict. And I mean, you could be working with a personality type that this is pretty hard to be empathetic towards. And if that's the case, I I don't know. Sucks for you that you have somebody like that in your life. But we don't get to choose our family. However, we do get to choose our partners. So deeply reflect on your choices. Anyway... As always, you can reach out to me at perfectlyflawedcast at gmail.com or hit me up on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram at perfectlyflawedcast. Alrighty, folks. Bye 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 bye.